0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Avenue Watch for Police Direction, the WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. No payments for, on your new windows for two years. Visit windownation.com. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic.
0: 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Chilly morning out there with temperatures down to freezing, but more sunshine for your Sunday afternoon. Highs back up to 52 degrees and then more sunshine going into early next week. Highs will stay in the upper 40s to low 50s and low temperatures once again back down to freezing or the upper 20s outside of the Beltway. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans at the First Alert Weather Center. Right now it is 34 degrees at the Wharf in DC and Oxon Hill. It's 32 degrees and 28 degrees in Laurel at 759.
2: You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news live, local, 24/7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners.
0: Good morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. Coming up... A deadly carjacking and shooting spree has claimed another victim.
2: I'm Del Walters.
3: Lawmakers move to protect the personal information of judges in Maryland. I'm
0: Sarah Jacobs. The U.S. attacks targets in the Middle East for a second straight day will go live with former Pentagon official Mario Mancuso at 8.15. It's 8 o'clock.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance.
3: I'm Linda Kenyon. The U.S. and Britain have launched airstrikes on multiple sites in Yemen overnight. CBS's Bradley Blackburn reports.
2: In a statement online, Houthi officials promised to meet escalation with escalation. President Biden was briefed on the strikes before departing from Delaware for the West Coast. On Friday, a round of U.S. airstrikes targeted sites in Iraq and Syria in retaliation for an attack in Jordan that killed three U.S. service members.
3: California is bracing for a powerful storm that's expected to bring torrential rain, strong winds, and potentially dangerous flash flooding across the state. Nancy Ward heads the California Department of Emergency Services. During
0: high winds, avoid going outside as there are dangerous debris, falling tree limbs, and down power lines. High winds may lead to power outages. Keep your batteries uh, handy for your devices. Plan for other alternative power sources as you may need them if the power goes out.
3: President Biden is the projected winner of yesterday's South Carolina Democratic presidential primary. CBS's Nicole Killian reports from Columbia. South Carolina voters turned out at the polls in the first sanctioned Democratic primary in the country. I voted for President Biden because he looks out for the people. I will not vote for Trump for anything. The Democrats move South Carolina up in the primary calendar before Iowa and New Hampshire to appeal to a more diverse electorate. And they hope the outcome of this contest sends a clear signal and sets the tone for the rest of the 2024 race. It's Grammys Night with Trevor Noah, hosting this year's awards show. CBS's Cooper Lawrence has a look at some of this year's awards. What should you keep an eye out for at the Grammys tonight? Well, three new categories. Best African Music, Best Pop Dance Recording, and Best Alternative Jazz. Also, Luke Combs will be performing, as well as the Billies, Eilish and Joel. SZA, who's the most nominated with nine. And if you're excited to see Taylor Swift, ready for it? well, she's not singing. And Travis Kelsey isn't coming, but if she gets Album of the Year, she'll make history as the person who had won that award the most. The Grammys airs tonight on CBS and Paramount+. Cooper Lawrence,
0: CBS News.
3: Looking ahead to what the weather has in store in Las Vegas, host city of Super Bowl Sunday.
0: Right now, it looks uh, relatively dry across Nevada. I believe the game is indoors, but people have to be outdoors beforehand so it, it looks like the weather will be tranquil it doesn't look as like there's going to be any precipitation on super bowl sunday so at the moment it looks pretty good
3: meteorologist bob orvec this is cbs news
2: sponsored by progressive insurance looking for a career path with flexibility great pay and benefits go to progressive.com slash careers and apply online today
4: 803 at wtop welcome to sunday february 4th we're at 35 degrees. We'll head to the 50s today. Good morning to you. I'm Ralph Fox. Top stories we're following. A second victim has died. This after a one-man crime spree in our area last week. The shooting happened at 9th and K Street's Northwest Monday night. It was the latest in a string of shootings and carjackings in D.C. in Prince George's County, Maryland. Mike Gill served on D.C.'s Board of Elections. He also worked as a chief of staff for the Commodity Futures Trading Commission during the Trump administration. Apparently, Gill was simply sitting inside his car when the suspect entered, shooting him. The string of shootings and carjackings spanned 12 hours in D.C. and in Maryland. The suspect was later shot and killed by police. Dell Walters, WTOP News. The murder of a Maryland judge has spurred legislation aimed at protecting officials of the judiciary. And it's now moving pretty quickly.
3: Washington County Circuit Judge Andrew Wilkinson was shot dead in the driveway of his Hagerstown home back in October. On Friday, the Maryland Senate Judicial Proceedings Committee voted 10 to 1 to advance legislation that would protect the personal information of judges and court commissioners. This measure would allow these protected individuals, including those who have retired, to request a government entity or individual not publish their personal information online and to remove it from existing publications. Wilkinson was killed by a man who was angry about a child Custody ruling in his divorce case. The gunman was later found dead in what the medical examiner determined was a suicide.
4: Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. 805. We're learning more about what led up to the mysterious death of a critically missing 22-year-old man from Virginia.
3: Fredericksburg police say Darius Apia's body was recovered from a creek in Hazel Run, but family and friends say he was last seen picking up food on his way home from work late last month. Appiah was reported missing on January 25th. His family and friends have been tirelessly working since to find him, including creating a GoFundMe to raise money for a private investigator and reward funds. According to posts on social media, Darius was the son of two local pastors, Maxwell and Eunice Apea, of Revelation City Church in Fredericksburg. His cause of death has not yet been determined, and police are asking anyone with information about his disappearance to contact them. Grace Newton, WTOP News.
4: A Lyft driver charged in the alleged assault of a rabbi is now also connected to a burglary in the district. Court documents say 32-year-old Tyreek Myrick of Northwest kicked his way into a home on R Street Northeast. This back January 13th after the residents canceled an Instacart order that took too long to arrive. Myrick was apparently the delivery person there and missed it. The victims canceled the transaction and the $15 driver's tip. He then showed up allegedly kicked in the door asking about his money. He then took a laptop before leaving the house. He's also charged with assaulting a rabbi during a lift ride later in the month after the rabbi asked him to turn down the radio. 8.06. Dan Quinn has signed his contract to become coach of the Washington Commanders. The team announced the hiring on Saturday after reaching a verbal agreement with him earlier in the week. The former Atlanta Falcons coach spent the last three seasons as the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. Controlling owner Josh harris praised Quinn as an incredible leader who brings out the best in his players and staff. There's also buzz this weekend that former Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury may be next in line as offensive coordinator. Kingsbury turned down a deal to take that same position with the Raiders yesterday. Well, if a proposed arena and entertainment district is built in Alexandria's Potomac Yard, one major challenge will be transportation. Getting people to and from the area without disrupting nearby neighborhoods. Now we're learning more about the project's transportation plan. The theme here
0: seems to be a wider distribution. Of modes and nodes as opposed to a widening of infrastructure.
4: WTLP traffic reporter Dave Dildon says transportation planners offered ways for event goers to get into the area without bringing more cars into the area.
0: Off-site ride-sharing zones, for example, remote interception parking lots combined with ticket pricing incentives for those lots is unique. The bus rapid transitway is an asset and with the proposed enhancements might work.
4: But he says the safeguards outlined for homeowners depends on how rigorously they're enforced. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, how repaying student loans is impacting some borrowers. It's 808. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, Mary DePompa in the traffic center.
1: All right, Ralph Fox, it's a Sunday morning and we're feeling it. Most things I tell you about, it's more of a warning. If you're on the Beltway at speed, that's all the way around, both in Virginia and in Maryland. On the Maryland side, according to State Highway, we still cannot see this, but they were saying they were going to be on the inner loop near 95 and past along the right side. Again, I can't see them in a camera shot, but I can see folks moving pretty much at speed, so with caution. Another work zone crops up on 355 in Rockville, and they say they were going to be south near Bedlin Boulevard. Again, watch out along the right side, but you're moving okay. 270 was doing well. listener checked in uh, last hour with some police activity. Nothing really spawned of it, but if you were south at the slip ramp from Montrose, Watch for any flashing lights. They are out of your travel lanes. Into Virginia we go. A couple secondary roadways to watch out for. In Woodbridge, there's a crash on Dale Boulevard. East between Birchdale Avenue and Ashdale Avenue was the call-out. In Old Town on Henry, Route 1, Henry Street, the closure will be south. You'll be diverted all day long. A crane is being dismantled with a diversion between Madison and With Streets. Follow your posted detour. And... 28 in Manassas, both ways at Liberia Avenue. The traffic signals have been on flash. Listener said, watch for police direction. Having gotten the all clear, 95 North in Caroline County, the diversion was between 110 Lady Smith and Thornburg 118 after a crash investigation. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, Toyota BZ4X, state and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. Mary DePompa, w 2 traffic.
4: Now look at your forecast as the sun makes its way into our area. Here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans.
0: Repeat weather continues. Highs in the upper 40s to low 50s with sunshine, light winds, and chilly temperatures during the overnight hours. Early morning lows still down to freezing over the next couple of days. Then the warming trend begins by Thursday. I've got mid-50s in your forecast, upper 50s for your Friday, 60s throughout the weekend. However, some more clouds could also bring another chance for rain by next Saturday. We'll have to watch the models, but right now, only maybe a quarter of an inch of rain in that forecast over the next seven days. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans at the First Alert Weather Center.
4: Sun rising, but it hasn't quite warmed us up yet. We're at 28 degrees in Tysons, 26 in Waldorf, LaFont Plaza, topping the numbers at 34 degrees. It's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com money news at 10 and 40 past the hour here's tom busby this is a bloomberg money minute after a more than three-year pandemic freeze repayments on federal student loans finally resumed in october and joanne shu director of surveys of consumers at the university of michigan says many of the folks holding student debt are now spending less and taking on even more debt to make those payments
3: so about 40% of student loan borrowers with federal loans tell us that they have cut back their spending in response to the end of the student loan repayment pause.
4: As for the others...
3: Some have cut back their savings. Some people are keeping their spending the same. But a good share of them are borrowing on credit in order to maintain that spending.
4: And as for the age-old question
0: about whether a college degree is worth it, Shoe says it is.
4: For those consumers who
3: are skilling up and increasing their education, um, they're definitely looking at brighter prospects ahead.
4: From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, the U.S. attacks targets in the Middle East for a second straight day. We'll go live with former Pentagon official Mario Mancuso in just minutes. It's eight twelve. 12
0: Number one tax relief firm. Optimus tax professionals specialize in the Fresh Start Initiative, a powerful IRS program that can save you thousands if you qualify. In fact, the experts at Optima have resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. Call now for a free consultation. Call
2: 800 893 4133. That's 800 893 4133.
1: 800 893 4133. Optima
2: Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. This ad furnished by Nesma Taju, LLC. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details.
3: Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out.
0: Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by.
3: We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000.
0: With our bad credit?
3: 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000.
0: I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork.
3: Nope. My brother said it was
0: fast and easy. He did it right from his phone.
2: If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes. And your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news. I went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow. Wow, that is fast. If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Coming up on
4: WTOP National Ranking, C1 school system in our area is failing at trying to teach kids about personal finance. We've got more news in 60 seconds.
1: Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. With me today is Michael Siegel, CEO of Locally Based Certified Title. FVC Bank appreciates the strong relationship we have with Certified Title.
0: Take it from me, folks. Michael Siegel here at Certified Title. FEC Bank is the bank to use. We value FEC Bank as a trusted financial partner, and you will too. Visit FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. If you're like me, 60 and retired, making ends meet, especially here at the supermarket and drugstore is tough. I'm so blessed to have found BenefitsCheckup.org it's a free and confidential website from the National Council on Aging that connected me to1200 dollars a year in programs that help pay for food medicine utilities and more maybe it can help you benefitscheckup.org Washington's top news WTOP facts
4: matter 8:15 now at WTOP I'm Ralph Fox thanks for making us part of your weekend. Well, the U.S. and U.K. launched strikes against dozens of Houthi targets in Yemen. It's the second straight day of American retaliation against Iran-linked groups after a deadly attack on U.S. service members in Jordan. The Pentagon says the strikes focused on storage facilities, missile systems, and launchers the Houthis have used to attack Red Sea shipping. The escalation has many asking what happens next. Joining us live to talk about the effects of these strikes, Mario Mancuso. Former Pentagon official and senior fellow at the Hudson Institute, Mario. In light of information released from Sencom and public reporting, what's the preliminary conclusions about the intended effect of these strikes?
2: Uh, Good morning, Ralph. I think the strikes against um, the proxies and, frankly, Iraq and Syria are slightly more important, only because I think the strikes against the Houthis in Yemen last night, launched by the United States and the UK, was largely focused on, um, you know, obviously preventing U.S. ships in in the area and and shipping. And so it's slightly different. Um, But with respect respect to the retaliatory strikes against uh, their killing of our servicemen and women, I I think the battle damage assessments are still coming in what we know from the from the strikes itself that there were 85 targets in Iraq and Syria struck um, mostly you know munitions depots, command and control centers, Intel centers et cetera. the one thing that I think is significant is that apparently we also struck Kutz force for uh, targets i e actual Iranian targets outside of Iran. That's that's significant. I think we need to do more of it. Um, and certainly it seems that the initial wave of strikes that we launched, that the United States launched on Friday in Iraq and Syria is just the first of more. Uh, we can talk more about it, but it seems as if the they were intended to degrade the military capabilities of, in, in most cases, the proxy forces, not the Quds force per se.
4: When we look at the regional response, what's it been thus far and what can we expect moving forward?
2: Not surprisingly that you've you've seen statements from Iran, uh, essentially a spokesman from their foreign ministry said that this will add to instability. This will increase uh, tension. Uh, Hamas, believe it or not, has issued a statement that this was that these strikes were a violation on the sovereignty of Iraq. And um, and Syria and the Russians have issued a statement to the effect that the United States was trying to continue to sow division. I think the most surprising response, not altogether surprising, but uh, not expected, the Iraqis um, issued a statement to the effect um, uh, challenging the U.S. previous statement that the U.S. had coordinated um, in advance the attacks that were to happen inside Iraq. uh, Iraqis essentially contested that, saying that that wasn't true
4: seems to be a risky balance deterrence versus potential major escalation How does the u s handle that
2: you know I think those two things are often uh, you know posed as um, in in many respects as opposites, but uh, you know sometimes you have to risk escalation to deter escalation. And I think here the key piece that the United States um, has to do is not just look at the tit for tat and and you know figure out the math of you know they you know killed you know three of our service members and we launched eighty five attacks. But deterrence is ultimately about costs, right? At the end of the day, the way you deter an adversary is to make them think, to make them understand that the costs of doing something uh, greatly outweigh the benefits. When their proxies attack us, we bear the costs, when we attack their proxies, the proxies, not Iran, bears the costs. So I think the challenge for the United States is to impose greater costs on Iran itself. That could mean attacking Iran inside Iran, but it could also mean attacking Iran outside of Iran. And so I think ultimately the success of U.S. retaliation will be um, driven by how much, uh, how many costs can we impose on Iran, because that will be the only thing that deters Iran in the future. And right now deterrence is not working.
4: Understood. Thank you very much. Again, that's Mario Mancuso, former Pentagon official and senior fellow at the Hudson Institute. Traffic and weather on the eighths, a bit late. Here's Mary DePompa in the traffic center.
1: All right, try to be quick, Ralph, if we're on the Beltway, thanks to our listener, gives us the clarification on the Interloop College Park. It is on the service road for Route 1, exit 25. There, the right lane will be blocked. Beltway still runs at speed all the way around, both in Maryland and in Virginia. On the Virginia side, new crash is 66 East after the Nutley Street exit 62. Watch your mirrors. A lot of equipment heading to scene. 95 North Carolina County between Ladysmith exit 110 and the Thornburg exit 118. Getting the word that the crash investigation should be clear. Watch for any direction. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Text the word radio to 97646. Mary the WTOP traffic.
0: Chilly morning out there with temperatures down to freezing, but more sunshine for your Sunday afternoon. Highs back up to 52 degrees and then more sunshine going into early next week. Highs will stay in the upper 40s to low 50s and low temperatures once again back down to freezing or the upper 20s outside of the Beltway. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans at the First Alert Weather Center.
4: 28 degrees in Germantown, DuPont Circle at 29, Annandale up to 32 degrees. Coming up on WTOP, one group in our area looking at new ways to educate kids about personal finances. 821. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank
3: you. Just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before 11 a.m. for just 99 cents. And a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just $2.79. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
2: Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough. To make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff.
3: And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal, single item at regular price. There's something magical about unboxing.
4: This is WTOP News. It is 823. Now time for the WTOP Mystery Newsmaker Contest. We're about to play the voice of someone you've heard in the news this week on WTOP. Be the first caller at 855-885-1035 to correctly identify the mystery newsmaker and win a pair of tickets to see Joe Bonamassa perform live at the theater at MGM National Harbor this Saturday, February 24th. Visit WTOP.com, search contests for more information. Here's the voice, and good
2: luck. About how many years that I felt like I could really uh, give all of my energy to be in the chief of police would be, look, a total of about five years.
4: Pretty big clue in there. Again, be the first caller, 855-885-1035. A twenty four, now a WTOP national rankings say the DC school system is failing at efforts to teach students about personal finance. Now one group that teaches kids about money is urging parents to do it at home.
0: D.C. Public Schools earned an F on the newly released Nations Report Card of Financial Literacy. Here's why.
4: They are not providing any financial literacy instruction whatsoever and no requirement to do so. And they're just literally turning a blind eye to
1: it.
0: Greg Merced heads up Busy Kids. It's an allowance app that shows children how to budget, save and invest their money. Maryland earned a B on the report card. Virginia got an A because its students take money courses to graduate. Merced says time for parents to step in.
4: We have the ability for parents to really realize I've got to take responsibility. Kids learn best by doing stuff and if they're not, it's not going to stick. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. The D.C. school district unveiled a personal finance curriculum last year but it hasn't been approved yet. We reached out to school leaders for comment on this story. They have not returned our request. It is 8-25. Let's take a look at Frank Hanrahan and the sports page. Sports at 25 and 55.
0: Sold out crowd in College Park was not disappointed by the effort by Maryland or by the performance from Iowa's Caitlin Clark. She had 38 points. Good game. The Terps will fall to the third-ranked Hawkeyes, 93-85. Maryland drops to 12-10 overall. The Hawkeyes improve to 21-2. On the men's side, Maryland men, losers at Michigan State, 63-54. So the Terps now have lost six in a row against the uh, Spartans. Howard falls in a tough one to Hampton, 63-61 in the Legacy Classic. Virginia wins its sixth straight game. Edges Clemson, 66-65. Georgetown crushed by Marquette.